0: Howdy, hello everyone! Thank you for stopping by the 4G Show. We are here again to discuss a new topic. A topic for the ages, I'm sure. <laughs> it's your boy, once again,
1: Egg.
2: And it's me, Matt. You want to, Jamie, God right of Ragnar.
1: And it's me, Colin and in addition to our
0: lovely standard arrangement of uh your four guys we have an additional german everybody welcome to the stage your one and only favorite dragon ryu
3: exactly hi there yo hello hey how you doing
2: <laughs> pretty good Right. Welcome to 4G Show sure, How are you
3: feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Are you excited? It's something new. It's definitely mm. something new. It's always, it's always something <laughs> new. Let's see how it goes.
0: This is also gonna. This is a special uh, episode as well. Not only because of its changed out format, which we'll be talking about just in a little bit, but the fact that I think this is our first time having five people in a single podcast all at the same time.
1: It is, yeah. Hectic. We went meant to a couple of times, but uh, we had a couple of issues each time. Mm
0: -hmm. But here we are. Thank God. Steiner Steiner round off the season and uh, changing up the format already. My goodness. We're already ahead of our time.
2: Yes. So, Egg, what is today's topic, my friend?
0: Today's topic... As, uh, as you lovely listeners might have already seen from the, uh, from the title, we'll be delving into the topic of astrology. We won't be talking about astrology and whether it's right or wrong or anything, because um, it isn't. That's a discussion. Uh, it's all bull honky, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, so much so that we're going to be making an entire episode out of me, uh, your lord and saviour of rationality and reasoning, talking about astrology. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> reading all these hoes for all their worth, because uh, you call us a hoe.
1: Oh yeah. I'm not a hoe you anymore. Might... Not anymore. <laughs> anymore. We've got a clip that says you're a hoe <laughs> but, uh, Not anymore.
4: I've changed, right? <laughs>
0: all right, all right, all right. You you went out of your phase. That's fair enough. Fair enough. I've
4: right. got two old. But now we're gonna
0: we're gonna be sliding back. Don't say that. <laughs> what we'll hope do What we'll hope do any other listeners who are older than you have? You're in our situation.
2: Um, so, God. Egg, what mm. is this all about, this, uh, this astrology that we're doing today? Right. Because, to mm. be honest, I'm not really a big believer on this. I mean, I know yeah. you get magazines and you get like newspapers that have like a small section of like your star signs and telling you how the day or the week's going to be. Mm. But I never actually believed in that sort of stuff. So, can you convince me and change my mind? Can you give, me, give us information on how this
0: stuff works? Well, no, because I don't believe it. But the theory is... That's bad.
2: (laughs) The only reason why I'm asking for is because you say you don't believe it yourself, right? Mm. But I've noticed a few times when we've had conversations, you you drop stuff like, well, he's definitely an Earth sign or he's Mm. definitely a Leo and stuff Mm. like that. So for someone who doesn't believe in it, it sure goes on about it quite a bit
0: oh yeah 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 so I think everyone's entitled to at least one mental illness and uh, astrology is mine
4: <laughs> mine's ADHD sorry I just now
0: you oh, spat
1: nice. me coffee
4: my mic there <laughs> I
1: actually had that I had that line prepared <laughs> so we'll just we'll just uh, confirm that that the um, the belief egg has is that if you believe in astrology you're mentally ill and you I'm it. already mentally ill as it is so it's all
4: good here oh.
0: I'm not saying that it's it's something you need to sort out, but it's like, you know what? Uh, it's embedded right into me. It became basically 25% of my personality a couple years ago. So it's like, it's right in there, but it's less a case of me being, me believing in astrology and the like, the romantic idea that the stars and the planets in the sky have this pull on us and guide our destinies. All of that's a bit trash. What I'm into is the secret coded language that astrology opens up for you. It's this shibboleth that allows you to communicate with people who are kind of like also astrology nerds and you're able to say right that bitch over there she, she was an absolute freaking Pisces last night you won't, you won't even
1: believe it before we get into it because it sounds like this is going to take a little while to get through what's what's Rio's thoughts on astrology is it something you believe Um do you follow
3: it? I'm not the biggest follower or believer of it but I do tend to feel like some things may have basis mm. in reality
1: right that's actually oh. quite interesting. It is definitely. We'll have to. We'll have to have a a topic around astrology one day and invite Ryu in.
2: Oh, oh yeah, definitely. If Ryu was down for that one,
0: sure.
1: I think Ryu. Yeah, I
0: think he had a specific hankering for uh, wanting to be in the space episode or something like that.
1: I believe. Yeah, he does. He does. Mm. And yep. I think we've got that coming up next season, so we'll sharp let you know about it.
3: Yes. Yeah. Because my view of space and everything regarding space, also including astrology, is quite unusual. Probably.
2: Mm. No.
3: Well, well, we'll see how that goes for that episode then. Oh.
1: Yeah, giving the listeners something to look forward to. So, uh, do you want to kick this off? Pick Absolutely.
0: One of so, Ooh, the is idea be the it, we'll be starting off with uh, with our dearest, dearest, uh, my my partner, Gene Crime, uh, Matt. Uh, not actually partners don't read into that no we're definitely not so I asked you to send over the chart so what this basically lays out is um, all of the what we call planetary objects but that also includes the sun and the moon yeah we're astrologers we don't care about science Um, so what happens is that we split the sky into 12 parts according to uh, which sign so Libra, Gemini, Leo, Virgo Uh, dominates that portion of the sky when you were born so when you were born the Sun was uh, approximately in line with um, with the sign of Capricorn and then that just is the same for all the way all the way down the the entire chart I like to focus on just the main uh, few at the top up until about Saturn Uh, because after that it just gets a little bit uh, everyone's Aquarius uh, friggin Uranus and Neptune and Sagittarius Pluto because at that point the planets just move so very slowly that everyone has the same sign pretty much for Uran- uh, Uranus, Neptune, and so on. So
2: you were going to say Uranus. <laughs> you were going to say Uranus. I friggin did. Uh,
0: Don't add me. So starting off with Matt. Oh, you're that's born, definitely going to be. Your that's son. definitely going to be added oh. in
2: the messed up clips, and no. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Everybody pronounces it. Everyone pronounces as Uranus any anywho. So yeah, me, true. saying it other ways, it just brings attention to it. It should be Uranus, but we can't. We can't change that just time. Like we
3: weird. are all very adult, I see.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what the also, podcast is all about. Five pure adults
3: also saying Uranus isn't that hard
0: no but it's so different when it's no, but like no it sounds better as Uranus yeah it sounds more English otherwise he'd be like Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, <laughs> Neptune and Pluto <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> the aggression in that that's, that's just yeah. that, that's
2: just Germans for you they've got proper and aggressive uh,
1: like yeah, it does seem an aggressive language, doesn't it?
3: I don't know what you mean. Why do you say my language is aggressive? <laughs> Perfekte
0: Scheiße! It's specifically the most spittly language because it—it it was literally tested that German spreads the most COVID per like word used. Oh wow!
3: Because
1: it's so Whoa. because it's <laughs> so oh, wow. phlegmy.
3: That is actually sadly true.
1: <laughs> so take a bodysuit if I'm going to meet a German. <laughs>
2: So you could be sitting there saying something really nice and sexy to a woman, right? But that
3: woman's going to look at you and think that you're just screaming
0: at her.
1: It can be sexy. (laughs) Unless
0: unless
3: the woman is also German. Then then she Mm. knows the stuff. Exactly. (laughs) But foreigners do tend to think that German is angry.
4: Let's go back to the podcast.
0: (laughs) Come on. We're running out of time. Um. So, oh, Matt, you were born with your son placed b- uh, before the constellation of Libra, meaning that you're um y- you mostly just want to have fun. You wanna Always. you wanna just be chill. That's really the Always. core of your character. Girls just want to have fun, happens. you know. That's what the sun represents, and Libras are absolutely all about that fun time. But can you be extremely aloof. I am. Uh, Libras can also be dumb shitheads, but you know. Oh, that's, that's... me all over. I'm definitely a Libra then. <laughs> 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 that kind of ties in with your moon. Bless you, by the way. So ah, much like I'm me. Sorry,
3: also ma- thank you.
0: Dragon sneezes. Ah! Your moon, much like mine, is in Gemini uh okay. which is which just compounds the amount of fun you wanna have, but gemini's a f- uh, so the moon represents more of your internal turmoil uh but also what does that just, mean? it's the part that you may uh, have secret uh or- uh a part of you that is kept hidden. however, when you have a moon in Gemini, that tends to be something that's quite loud um gemini's a very energetic sign it's represented by the twins, so it's like having not only having necessarily two personalities, but two people's worth of personality kind of just oh, awesome. rumbling. So I'm under even the more special than I thought. <laughs> you're not not necessarily special. You're just um you're very Come on,
4: don't don't crush these dreams. Don't crush it. You're you're destroying my dreams right now.
0: You're a you're a bit of a hurricane underneath, but oh, the Gemini 100%. the Gemini moon would suggest that uh internally you want to rely on you want to rely on facts, figures, and knowledge, but then also have that counterbalanced with if you're making a decision. You you have difficulty making decisions if they sit close to your heart. Yes. If there's something emotional that you have to decide, it's like, I don't want to do this. You feel very flighty and very ungrounded, which is especially true considering your only earth sign is Virgo uh, in your terrestrial section. Mm-hmm. Um. So it, it may also be that you may not be very passionate about many things. You have a lot of energy for stuff, and you like doing doing things, um, but your willingness to stay on, uh, stay concentrated on one thing, can be fleeting.
1: So,
4: basically, I get bored easily.
1: That's definitely prevalent in gaming. Yeah, mm. it's definitely
4: me. But I've also got mm. ADHD, so that that you know,
0: that would be brought up by your Mercury and Libra in that case. So Mercury is your sign of communication how you talk to people, uh, how you come off in conversation, how you present yourself. Um, so that also being Libra, is like, <laughs> it's, it's very airy-fairy, <laughs> the way that you communicate with people. I'm only a prick to you, Colin.
1: Ah! Mm, love you too, Matt. They may get
0: very confused when they talk about you. Um, but because of all this Libra being in your chart, you, you might have this... Um, when you're talking about kind of like decisions just kind of like normal decisions maybe financial decisions um stuff that is less emotional and more just like in the physical world you you find yourself um being able to make decisions quite happily or maybe having a good moral compass or a a set of rules that you kind of abide by yourself even though nobody else would agree with them (laughs) necessarily but you stick by those because you feel like what you what you think and feel it just feels correct to you no one can really change that
4: oh but i think I'm part of this i'm broken
0: Ugh. you're broken but you have a strong you have a you have a strong uh moral compass it may be broken but it's strong all the same <laughs> maybe <laughs> with your venus and leo um, does, that, venus? does that does that suggest that you're a jealous lover i don't know That's that could be a very jealous you. person yeah oh god yeah. <laughs> so not necessarily that you you kind of think about yourself all the time, which is what Leo can bring up. You know, the lion, the proud lion. Uh,
4: I think it's just more of the, the centre like, of attention. If someone wants to, you know, cause you to be jealous, you know, that's mm. more where I get jealous. You know, don't make me out to be, you know, or try it on with other people to make me jealous because it just won't work.
0: With all of this air sign uh, kind of being so everything in purple on your chart which is a fair bit especially in the top half that is very much uh giving giving me an idea that you're very aloof you don't care too much about like people people causing trouble or whatever until it gets to you until it maybe gets to maybe uh your relationships or your family and that's what the leo and venus um says to me yep and i think that i think that is about the most that I can read from your chart as I was saying it just all gets very samey as you work down the chart so basically I'm a boring S- person no <laughs> you want to <laughs> yeah. have fun and you like you like having fun with those around you but just um just don't mess with your fam because that's when I think- the claws might come out
1: yeah but just don't
4: mess with me in general you know really
1: mm. uh, to be fair I mean Matt's claws come out like 90% of the time
3: yeah that's just me you know that's just him being a prick right
1: yeah, just being a prick. I mean, you listen to the podcasts <laughs> in the previous episodes, you'll see that he loves the bathing blood. You'll see <laughs> <be the> <laughs> he loves the Just <laughs> so bring that shit punch them. Hashtag <laughs> so, bathing his blood. I mean, you, you've you pre- pretty much turned around and said don't mess with him with the family you know don't mess with him at all yeah S- just, just stay away I'm glad I, I was nah. away from you man. he may come out <laughs> with the claws but that's
0: just because he's uh he's very cu- if he's comfortable around you I suppose then he's able to just show kind of every side of him to you which is what we saw definitely in the dreams episode
1: oh yeah, yeah that was really really good but I, also what I learned from that dream episode was uh, if he doesn't come with claws he's taking you a cabin in the woods <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Christ
0: on a bike. Bathing in right. blood. Bay- Faith
3: in blood. That makes me think of blood for the blood god.
0: Oh. Oh. A little bit of that. A little bit of column A. A little bit of column B. <laughs> Shall we move on to our next victim? Are you happy with yes. your reading,
4: Matt? Yes, I am. It's fine. It sounds
0: good to me. Fantabulous. Oh. oh, is that the Venus and Leo I was hearing a little bit? What do you mean? We'll move on. Uh, so, uh, looking at <laughs> looking at Ragnar, Ragnar, you and I, we've been, we've been over this uh, ever so slightly. We both share the sun sign of Cancer. Cancer is the most emotional of the signs. Uh, so I've been told. But that's cancerous. Ah, it's a little bit. Cancer is the crab. Uh, so the crab represents. Oh, this is this feels a little bit more Eastern medicine now. The crab represents uh, due diligence uh having a hard exterior but being soft and mushy in the middle you may show yourself as being strong but everything that's kind of thrown at you you do have a tendency to kind of just take it at face value and kind of take it personally um this is also then bolstered by your mm-hmm. moon in aries mm-hmm. which I means that yeah. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, your soul you have a young soul not necessarily. Oh, yeah! I, I, it, it doesn't. I mean,
2: Colin, Colin would be tell you. I used to take everything personal like years ago, but not now. Yeah, mm. but that's where the
1: hard shell comes from. You know, you can still be quite personal. Like something can be say, said innocently, and you can still take it personal. You're not as bad as mm. what you used to be. Nowhere near. But mm. that, like, that definitely hits you down to a T. That yeah, <laughs> we have like mad bants,
0: and everyone just has a has a jolly J, But then sometimes like you and i maybe even matt can just be like we we can we can take a turn and that that can happen especially with your moon being in aries aries is the first sign in the zodiac it is the youngest of the signs it has this natural it, it's a fire sign so it has this uh, natural youth and innocence to it that can that has a bite uh it can it's a it's a sign of natural leadership but and energy but also also having this kind of um this kind of defensiveness to it it's burning it's impassioned and when you combine that with a sun in cancer you can then have those emotions rolling over one another feeding one another and then
3: sounds like fire to me
0: it can explode it can get a little bit explosive with um with that sun and moon combination With your Mercury and Leo, Mercury and Leo would suggest that you very much enjoy being the center of attention. <laughs> 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 it would speak that you're prideful of yourself and maybe you enjoy talking about your um, the things that you've done, uh, the, the struggles you've gone through, um, your good qualities, your good traits, your how you like to be personable. Maybe in conversation you like to talk about your victories and the things that you've achieved.
2: Uh, really. I haven't really got any victories to even. like.
1: No, I, I was going to say, don't talk about your victories, but any small victories, Hardy does, like, they obviously talk about it. Oh. So, yeah, I would say. Like if, if, I would something, say if something's
2: happened on. at that moment in time, I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, I, do you hear about this? I mean, like, recently, Colin and uh, Matt know about something. That was a bit of a victory, you know what I mean? But that's mm. about it. Mm. You know, I don't actually go around, like, boasting about every single thing that I've done because I don't really have that much to even contribute to see I've done see why ain't I like
4: that though because I like to boast about
1: what I've done
2: are you sure you haven't got mine and Matt's start star things mixed up <laughs> yeah, <it is>. no
1: <laughs> no this no. is definitely you I, I can I, I can picture you as he's reading it it's like oh, yes this is the joy of cold reading <laughs> although I am
0: I am doing my I'm doing my dude do, do, centre of attention so you being in Libra that's kind of like having fun and all of that business, but then your Venus being in Leo, so it's like you want to be the center of attention for the people that you love, for the people that oh, you're yeah. kind of yeah. that you have you have a relationship with, people mm. who you talk to all the time. Mm,
4: I get it. Yeah.
0: Um, and then also maybe being a bit strong with your choices financially, but we'll not go into that. Uh, <laughs>
4: what it's... financial? Exactly, <laughs> it's, it's a mess. I've got no financial. Yeah. I've got no money. I'm a broke ass bitch. See,
0: yeah, that's that that's definitely kind of shown more so in Ragnar's being uh, Venus being in Gemini. So not only would your would your finances uh, supposedly be just kind of all over the place or non-existent, um, it also Venus yeah. also. It, it really tells us about kind of relationships. Uh, so, Stuck. with Sticky a Venus... So. Although I want to
2: actually like, not die alone, I feel I'm going <laughs> to end up doing that anyway. It's all right, I'm going to die. I'm just getting screwed over every, every place I can.
0: The Venus in Gemini shows shows us um tumultuousness not necessarily on your part to what now? what now it's uh <laughs> that's the word i made you actually say in the trailer uh, but just tumultuous <laughs> troublesome tumultuous. uh it yeah it's not uh, you're not destined to have stability
2: oh thanks <laughs> oh great so in oh, other guys. words if you would
0: if you
1: would believe in all oh, of this stuff
2: I thank you cruel world I always knew I was meant to be the failure of the world <laughs> yes
1: in other words rags you are broke you're going to stay broke and never dream of being and real. you're going to
4: be alone forever
2: right so this podcast if this podcast goes if this podcast gets off to the ground right I'm going to be the one where it's getting nothing basically yeah
3: <laughs> Basically. Yeah,
1: we've already discussed that. the Even though, work, Matt, even though like,
2: Matt owes you the 40%, <laughs> I've got a funny <laughs> feeling that 40%
0: is going to get taken off me. Probably. 40%. Oh, mm-hmm. I, well, I guess you don't have a Gemini in as your Long moon story. because uh, that, that isn't quite how maths works. Um, I'm going to move on to your Mars and Cancer because I don't want to say anything more about Venus and Gemini. It's... It, <sighs> trying to see Gemini's a bad sign it's not a yeah. bad sign I'm going to that <laughs> It later. sounds like it it is. Is. it's <laughs> not, it's an energetic sign so the the love you have to offer rags there's you have a lot of it but it's it's a hurricane mm. it's it, it's chaotic it can be up and down it, it, it'll be different from day to day which can be exciting but for someone who isn't ready for that it can it can be a lot to take in all at once. You can be lovey-dovey one day and then just maybe but turn that's the cold problem, and logical. And
2: It's interesting how you say that, right? It's because I was talking to a friend and mm. she probably listened to this episode and might actually agree with some of what you said and <gasps> also agree with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm, um, I don't show all of my emotions and when I do, I only let like a certain amount out and then I lock it all back up again because it's like through life I've shown people like the side that I I think they would need to see, you know, like the kindness and all that that I can do for people, right? But people take advantage of it and just throw it like like fuck it up, basically. Which makes...
1: I can say it personally, I've seen a lot of kindness out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well I'm
2: not I'm not saying like meaning like you in general. I'm like I'm talking about like mm. other people that yeah. you know, like getting to know new people and like making mm. friends and stuff. But when you've been my friend for so long, obviously I'll help you out and I'll do things and stuff like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. And, but in general, it takes a while for us to actually like kind of open up and even remotely get anywhere in the area you yeah, know
1: what I mean yeah that Dude, attitude. without going in too much that's past experiences really you know
0: that attitude is also massively informed by your son and cancer which is that hard exterior but being soft and mushy in the middle you do have that kindness to offer to people but you've built up this wall around yourself that means that you don't necessarily always want to show I mean, that to everyone
2: I I do have a lot inside to actually show people you know what I mean but oh. people don't stick around long enough to actually get to see that side yeah. Or oh, somebody fucks us over that much that I just tend to say, well, you don't deserve to see that side, so
0: no one's going to see it. That's kind of the Venus mm. in Gemini in that instance, where your relationships, both platonic and non platonic, your friendships, and your um, kind of your dating life, it it can be a little bit. It, it definitely has its ups and downs more so than probably any other sign that could be up there. Um, I'd say having a Venus in Scorpio would be like, okay, that's chaotic energy, and then one rank below that you have Gemini, uh, you have Venus and Gemini people. With your Sun being in Cancer it's echoed by your Mars also being in Cancer. Your Mars is your drive and I I would say that although Cancer being the most emotional sign, I also describe it as uh, myself being in Cancer, it's a bit of a weak sign. It kind of gives over to anything else and what that, what that kind of shows is that Maybe you lack you lack a, a life kind of drive. You find that sometimes you lack ambition or you lack purpose or maybe you feel like your purpose is just yeah.
2: It's that stemmed from my childhood all the way through to now, you know what I mean? And mm. because of my mental health issues, which prevents us from having that drive, you know what I mean? Mm. So Massive. I spend most of my time to get myself out of uh, the depression, and then once I've gotten out of it, I, I go like a, like a little while where I'm okay, but then I like slowly slip back into it. Oh, you know what I mean? You slip because back into it becomes, your shower. It's because I've been like so drained so much, I don't have a break to even hmm. look at life in a different way. Hmm. You know what I mean? The only, th- the only things that are being good for me is a couple, uh, like a f- a handful of good friends and the fact that I'm actually doing this podcast. You know what I mean? Anything Aww. else beyond that, pff, th- th- there's no motivation.
0: I will know. say that the astrology chart, the Zodiac tropical chart, actually, it, it has a little bit of, of advice built into it. Um, so your Jupiter is kind of like your best self. So Jupiter, the uh, the Greek equivalent to Jupiter, uh, Zupiter, is father zeus himself this is your strongest aspect something you might consider chasing down and your jupiter when you were born was in aquarius so the stars are telling you if you wish to believe them that you need a you need to shoot for the moon you need to try things out that maybe just are completely out of your out of your comfort zone because maybe that's where you can find your your true longing and where maybe you can truly shine
2: so, if that's the case, then, right, do you guys actually have any objections of like setting myself up as a slight little dating bit right here, right now, and like
0: try and get a girlfriend out of it? Oh, like, <laughs> this is the
2: horoscope? We can do it afterwards. Mate, I'm, the, I'm against the, it
4: all. Uh, <laughs> I'm against everything you're on about right now.
0: I'm gonna say that the sign. Is there any Aquarius
2: the... out there that's interested in a freaking crab? <laughs>
0: oh. Well, Aquariuses—they're a little bit aloof. <laughs> So they can like they can they they'd be a, a fairly okay match I think with um with maybe your your tumultuous Venus uh but I'll say this I've... after <laughs> after Jupiter is Saturn which is kind of the opposing force it's it's maybe where our negativity spreads from it's um it's our decay it's our ruin right uh, so who's a
4: Scorpio right now I've got one Scorpio in me mm. I've,
1: I've had Scorpio a Scorpio in me
2: right color. Uh, oh, Colin what menu. are you
1: <laughs> I've got one, two.
2: No, 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 no! What's your main star
4: sign?
1: Oh, oh
2: God, Sun. Ah, yeah. oh, right, okay, fair enough. Right? so not one of your actually a Scorpio,
4: so I-, I can stay friends with you so then. Yeah, no! my main sign is I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Libra, my main sign. So,
3: how did you know that? How did you know that my sign isn't Scorpio? I mean, it isn't, but how did you know it? Because I just assumed you do
0: a, a prick. Scorpio energy. They give you a little prick with our little Scorpion tail. <laughs> so your your Saturn being in Scorpio, it, it it says beware the seductresses. Beware people that are then maybe are trying to get the upper hand on you because they can very easily kind of just they they can make use of you and take advantage of you as needed. Well, it's purposes. a good job
2: I closed down my plenty of fish account then. Isn't it? <laughs> oh,
4: there's plenty of Scorpios on there. Yeah, but I, I've got one <clears throat> one bit of uh, Scorpio in me, so you know.
0: Uh, I forget which part that was. Actually, that was further down the chart, wasn't it?
4: No, it's the top, Probably. isn't it? What? Wait there.
0: No, you're all the way down in Pluto, which is oh, yeah. uh, the sign of change. Uh, fuck but change. so many people, oh. so many people are uh pluto scorpions in our kind of like age range for about i'm not seven years either side you're not because you're young uh. <laughs> excuse me i, I can't believe there's someone there's someone else on the podcast now that's younger than me it's bull honky oh god oh, how old are you for you
3: i'm 21 oh god he's the
0: Jeez. age that he's the age that everyone thinks i am i'm t- nearly 30
3: what 12
0: Damn it. While I'm I'm talking, while we're on the subject of Ryu, are we good to move on? you happy with your reading there, Rags?
2: I mean, what is this actually telling us that I
0: should do? Um, Shoot for the moon. Maybe you'll end up among the stars. You need to go for it. Just need to grab life by the balls and go out there. So
2: if you hear on tonight's news that the moon's disappeared, right? (laughs) If you know why.
0: (laughs) You don't take it literal. Why well, it has a massive R spray, uh, spray painted on the light side, yeah.
2: <laughs> on the dark side of the moon, now yeah, you don't want to know all of us being there.
0: Ooh boy, it's your butt. Um, so moving on to <laughs> Ryu, whose son is an Aries. Not so. It it kind of predicted that you would be the baby in the group. Um, mm-hmm. it, or- it already been you we-, we talked about Aries being the youngest sign, it's the first one it- it's the springtime which we're currently in, we've actually just moved out of uh, Aries season, I think we're in I think we're in Taurus season now um, but it's a time of new growth, the sun comes out the spring blooms and blossoms and that- that's kind of the youthfulness that is in your sign it's the sign of uh, kind of naive energy. <laughs> oh, God. But that's moon. the sun. The, the moon. The moon absolutely counterbalances that. So Aries is a fire sign. Scorpio, your Scorpio moon uh, is a water sign and is uh, it is the spiciest of the water signs. Uh, mostly because a Scorpio a scorpion doesn't even live in the water. I don't know why they assigned it a, a water sign, because it lives in the desert. It. Earth, or
3: like earth or fire? Yeah,
0: you would think, but no. Scorpio, it's the it's vodka. Uh, <laughs> if, it, if if Scorpio was water, it was it, it is vodka. Um, with a moon in Scorpio, boy howdy, I don't know how to say this, but you're a bit of a hoe. Ooh, no, like, thank you you got a lot of you got a lot of ho energy uh in there. It's a wannabe. Uh, just,
4: it's, it's a wannabe ho. So
0: it's it's in there. But with your son in Aries, it's then like uh, it's an interesting mix. I haven't seen this mix before of just this kind of Aries Scorpio being so high up in the tropical zodiac. I I'm I'm almost in shock. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Please, anyone who wants to uh tell me maybe between the Aries Scorpio interaction and how to really read that. Well I don't know, we, we don't really like,
4: we don't really know oh, Ryu well. that well, do we yet? So
3: Um
0: uh, I I I, the person I talk to that... Ryu a bit.
3: The person that knows me best in here is probably the egg. Mm. The I egg. I, I wonder
0: why... I'm, I'm just scanning mm. down. We'll move on to the Mercury in Pisces. I wonder why that scan. is
3: egg. Uh, no, boom,
4: we'll kick-a-bum. move down to
0: Mercury in Pisces for the meantime. Um, man, I haven't even talked about... I haven't even talked about everyone's <laughs> proclivities towards astrology itself. Uh, I'll get. I'll maybe make my way around the back to that later. Mercury in Pisces... You talk about being sad a lot, you.
4: Oh God, depression.
0: It isn't a bad thing, but it happens a lot. And paired with your Venus in Pisces, you you're prone, you're prone maybe to kind of having deep and meaningful relationships. Of course, while well, Aries is the youngest sign, Pisces is the oldest sign. It's jaded, it's um, it's morose. It it has been wounded. It has gone through life. It doesn't mean okay. internally you have a you have an old soul, but you speak. I mean, I do,
3: but that's a different story.
0: You you definitely speak um, uh, as someone who is far beyond your years, even though maybe emotionally um, you you haven't your emotional side hasn't caught up to that, or your main characterisms haven't necessarily caught up to that. With Venus in Pisces as well, that would suggest you have very long relationships, uh, maybe long, sturdy, and like. <laughs> it's probably completely incorrect,
3: um, but I very mean,
0: deep, extremely unt- deep, where you get. Have you started a relationship
3: yet? I mean, until now, I had but one real. I had only one real relationship, and that lasted for almost two years. Mm. So you could say I have long ones.
0: See, with um, Pisces, is very monogamy based as well. I'd say it, it's traditional. It's um. It looks back to kind of like it, it's a bit of a conservative sign. I'll say that. Oh, that makes sense with my mum being a Tory. Huh?
4: <laughs> Ew, Tories. Rough, rough. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll move on to your Mars being in Taurus.
1: Go on, Taurus. Oh, so ah,
0: sturdy. It's a sturdy sign, and then paired with your uh, with Mars being your drive. This is um, this is kind of like your career. Uh, your occupation but also also what motivates you so it may it may be getting towards kind of like you want to you want to create a good life for yourself you want to make a comfortable life where you're able to do the things that you want to do you're able to kind of fill your world with people who you want to hang out with um, maybe you want to just yeah you want to take a nice break you love a break you love you love the rest and relaxation Once, like the hard work is over and that's that's kind of what maybe drives you you don't do work Mm -hmm. for work's sake you want to you want to do work so that you're able to not do work (laughs) that's what mars and taurus says isn't that what everyone wants no a lot of people love what they do and they they have work-based ambition but for you your ambition is i need an i need an app
3: (laughs) Ah, that explains a
2: lot the, I the need the, I need a nap sounds very much like Colin.
4: Yeah. It, it actually does. It isn't his <laughs> section yeah. We'll
0: we'll see if uh, his uh, Mars and Taurus are maybe in Virgo later on. Actually it wouldn't be in Virgo. Virgo's are meticulous. Uh your Jupiter is all, also being in Taurus says go on right ahead. Friggin' do it. <laughs> Grab the bullbock. You ball go for once. that nap. You you do that goddamn nap. <laughs> You stay sturdy, keep your feet planted in the ground, because what you have naturally internally, you're good to go. Your action plan, that's where you need to be staying. But then, <laughs> this is where it breaks down. Uh, your your Saturn um, says, beware, beware of staying where you are. <laughs> oh God. So go, it does, because you have a triple Taurus here. You got your Mars, Jupiter and your Saturn. So not only is your is your sturdiness your kind of like but also your energy and your ability to maybe like be socially socially capable that's the good portion that you need to stick with what i'm going to do is going to i'm going to go down to your ooh, pardon me your lilith which doesn't exist in reality yep in the chart uh, lilith doesn't even exist it's like the anti moon or something um, and that's in Capricorn. lilith
3: Lilith does very much exist. Lilith is the mother of all demons. Yeah, but that's a different story. Yeah, because that
0: exists. But these are meant to be astrological bodies, and Lilith is like the anti-moon. It is the dark side of the moon. It's not even the dark side of the moon because then it would be in the same place in the sky. But it just it just tracks around as and when it's needed. But your Lilith is in Capricorn, and what that tells me is that uh, you taking that nap you taking that out may may and like it kind of embracing that that sadness that part of you that makes you just want to stay aloof and docile and maybe has anxiety towards the future and what it may hold you need to let that part of you go and that's what will be bringing you down uh kind of in your saturn and taurus staying put too much and worrying about the future you you instead need to be embracing the now chill Chill.
3: S- sounds sounds fair.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, all right. Chill. Happy with that sounds, reading? Got sounds
3: like a solid description. No. <laughs> so you basically like you prefer to have a
4: nap,
0: basically. You prefer yeah. to have a nap. Um, Let me just have a nap. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I have a nap here. <laughs> I have a nap now. All right. Um, egg. Egg. Colin.
3: We just we just recently talked about this egg, where I said life a uh, sleep schedule of a <laughs> dragon. God, Sleep a hundred years and then be a one year awake or something. So it's basically yeah, saying your, it's just
4: lazy, really.
0: Your chart is saying, uh, "Get up off of that thing and dance till you feel better." Well, not even dance. I don't know what Aries do. I think
1: that's a disabled joke, isn't it? Dancing. To oh no! Have you seen me leg? It goes one way and then goes the other.
4: That's all right. You can still
0: do the stanky leg though. <laughs> uh, in- in fact, you're always doing the stanky leg in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we have a look through and then uh, I'll be able to maybe have a have a peer into the world of Colin see how that works out for us? All right. Let's do it. You were actually able to send me a screenshot. Very, very nicely done. <laughs> was. Yeah, Your whatever. son and Gemini, ah, you're a girl who likes to have fun, but oh, you're like really me. You really get into it. There's no, al- yeah. there's, there's less aloofness Bummer. about you. Um, you always have, you always have this energy about you. You like to, and you also, yeah, the crypto energy. You, en- <laughs> you enjoy being able to like give advice to people as well. I'd say you think you kind of, oh, you think yes. fairly highly of yourself. Um, not not necessarily like <laughs> life wise, but you think you're a really good person. That's the definitely, vibe.
1: That, that's that's definitely Colin. Definitely approach. <laughs> I like to think I'm a good person. Which is then
0: slightly <laughs> opposed by my, by your moon in Scorpio, suggesting that you're also a bit of a hoe, like Ryu. <laughs> oh God, you got you got hoe Always. energy going on in there. I will say that the moon in Scorpio also suggests that you have the capacity, um, to be manipulative, to be a little bit of an arse. To maybe, oh, definitely. But then also, to, <laughs> you have a lot of you have a lot of social energy. You know how to talk to people. You're able to be. You're able to quite happily kind of go into the room and find your place, and maybe find uh, other people would find your way over to you with this um, Gemini and Scorpio interaction. I kind of speak for other people, but I certainly can speak for myself. Oh, oh, oh. Your Mercury then also being in Gemini, you, you're a lot of fun to talk to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, it can
2: be a times.
1: Ah, excuse me, look, Ragnar, don't put a damp on us. You know, I was happy when I came on this. I'm starting to feel a bit run down for us, the
0: Scorpio's
1: know? like emerging. Don't let
0: his tail sting you on the way out there, Ragnar. Jesus, <laughs> uh, your Venus being in Taurus, you're a ah, uh, not a hopeless romantic. But potentially, just hopeless. Like, when you, <laughs> what if it was romantic? Just... Venus in Taurus. This would this would tell me that like your finances are in check. You have like you have you have savings. You have you have money. Um, but also you.
3: Not much longer. He does. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. with our Moon in Scorpio and that Sun and Mercury in Gemini, anything's possible. <laughs> uh. Venus in Taurus so this is this is an exaltation, but uh we say that some planets are ruled by signs and Venus is ruled by Taurus so when you love someone it's it's like an it's like an infinite power you just have mm-hmm. you have kind of nothing but energy for when you truly love someone oh yep. you. it's a kind it's a kind of lifelong love that just it just stays there. It becomes a universal constant. It's like it. Oh yeah, I it's can, like I a can definitely say that a new fundamental force in the universe when you when you're able to love someone. Uh, when you're yeah, able to, I can to. say
1: when I love someone, it's like it's a dedication. I don't ever stop. You know,
4: mm.
0: not like these other hoes. Uh- <laughs> I
4: kind of, I just excuse me, I get bored me. easy. Get bored Sorry, but I do. You're me.
0: Mars. You're Mars and Libra. Hmm, I'd say that get a job as a judge, goddammit. Um, this is the advice portion, I'd say, as well. You get a lot of, you get energy. You get energy out of giving people uh, advice or maybe talking through their problems. Um, it is, you also maybe get a little bit of joy from hearing about some drama and maybe helping people through it. Well,
1: it's funny you should actually say that and that's come up because we dream when I was in my early 20s mm. my dream was to t- become a counselor oh. and to help people who was going through depression or anything like that so yes I do like giving advice and I like listening to people who's going through crap mm. to try and help
0: oh. and your Jupiter in Scorpio and when we when something is held in the sign of jupiter no way. when uh jupiter moves over into a sign it's it's kind of exalted by the positive energy mm, hashtag positive vibes uh, uh, jupiter being the king of the gods it it brings scorpio it lifts it up into its its better form and what that kind of means for you is you need to be embracing kind of your emotional intelligence that you do get from your moon maybe you aren't a hoe you just are able to understand and talk to hoes
1: <laughs> yeah I could say that like I don't like I said in the other one I don't judge anyone for what mm. they do in life
0: mm. okay. and this yeah well your your Jupiter isn't in Scorpio is it what's your, what's your Jupiter in uh, Matt if you can have a look for me I don't
4: know actually,
0: which... uh, what was it your Jupiter
4: Virgo
0: Oh, see, I didn't cover your Jupiter. I'm so sorry, because uh, your Jupiter in Virgo. That to me tells uh, to me that that says that you're going to be a great housewife. Probably. <laughs> it says that you should learn to be clean. Uh, learn to learn to tidy up after up your, up yourself god damn it I'm sorry the stars agree <laughs> wow. with your partner I'm oh, no. really sorry Something's stuff is ringing it's... in my
4: ears I'm sure it's another voice in the background <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the stars are telling you to get your shit in order because the rest of you is um the rest of you is filled with so much energy and so much turmoil with all of that with all of that air sign you need to get grounded and um, is your partner is your partner a Virgo I forget
4: I don't know actually I can't remember
0: um, so, like late August, early September. I have no clue. <gasps> you Ooh. don't know his birthday, or you just? I've got a, a bad podcast? memory. Or... All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've yeah, been together yeah, yeah. for how long? Goddamn Libra. You and
4: a half. <laughs> Goddamn Libras. Oh, oh
0: no! You're Saturn. Okay, so going back over to uh, Colin, you're Saturn in Libra. Mm-hmm. Be cautious. Be cautious of how you judge yourself.
1: Eh, that would make a lot of sense oh.
0: and don't you, don't rush into things as well, this is me borrowing now from your, uh, your Lilith and Sagittarius um, if you just go straight forward in a direction, just kind of like, take your time thinking about things in- internalise your options think them through because you do have, you do have a great amount of judgement but don't let it be your ruin um, you can definitely let people in uh, to kind of see what you have going below, but maybe maybe be careful because you you do have a potential to kind of get hurt.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that's that's spot on. That
0: box. you've been you've been stung before, even though it doesn't necessarily come up in your astrology. But I definitely get that vibe with how your Saturn and your Lilith are interacting.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Okay. Uh, I think that's all of us sorted. That's now. One. Yeah.
1: yeah,
3: one more person that's missing.
0: Oh, you? Egg.
1: Egg. Oh, well, fuck. no one else can read egg, but egg and egg knows himself better than anyone, doesn't he? And Jesus, that's why everyone would like to know about egg. Oh, Christ! I need, then,
4: I need, then. I need
0: to quickly fill this in actually, because <laughs> I don't, oh. I don't have myself just like on the go. and oh, know I've put my real name. It's fine. I've done it so many times before. Oh my god. Anybody wanna quickly discuss about my reading so far while I do this?
1: Well yeah I think the I think they'll actually spot on me. Um and for something that isn't real, oh. you can actually get quite a close reading of the person. Yeah.
0: I feel like good. it really it really does show just how powerful a little bit of cold reading can go.
3: Mm. That is why I'm that is why I'm saying that it all everything about that stuff. Has its basis in reality. Hmm. It's may it may not be absolutely perfectly real or anything, but it at least has some real parts, like yeah. for example we, the whole astrology being somewhat accurate.
1: Yeah, I mean to me, cold reading is generally going in, hmm. sitting in in front of someone and someone sitting there going, "Someone here." Hmm? Who's lost a granddad, and then someone putting them hand up, mm. and then reading them. What you did to me isn't called reading. Yes, you had were signs mm. in front of you, yeah. but you from them signs were able to then see what type of personality we got, what type of direction we would go in in mm. certain situations. To me, that isn't technically called reading. That's more of a like, well, look, this is what the star signs are saying, and maybe the, maybe it's just baloney. And mm. oh, it you is. You know, anyone can. Can match to it. I mean, to you, yes, it is. But there will be people out there that believe it, and I can understand why they would.
2: How can you actually say there's actually, Baloney? Right when uh, you've just basically read everybody's signs out there, and they like, being they like, practically like on
1: spot on uh, basically
2: you know what i mean well Almost feel free to feel free
0: to like listen back to this episode and be like okay how do how does everyone else's readings kind of compare to me would i would these would all of these descriptions also apply to me because like when i was saying um when i was saying colin you think of yourself quite highly people tend to think of themselves um quite nice because we are at the end of the day kind of the protagonist on our own storyline <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm sorry, but I have to disagree. I know hmm. uh, at least 90% of my family who doesn't think too highly of them. In fact, most people I know or most people I have in contact with, including my family members, dislike themselves.
1: And actually, I, to be fair, to to go with what Rio said, if you were to pick 100 people... 90% of them would actually speak lower themselves rather than highly of themselves in the UK so, definitely <laughs>
3: yeah 100% in the well, UK
1: worldwide
3: <laughs> I know that I'm the best but that's a different story You wish. Yeah.
1: so I know what you're saying but at the same time I suppose the highly likelihood of it is someone just sat there and wrote a load of baloney down and, and everyone can match to it like Egg says but there, there, there could be you know, you just don't know. It's one of them unknowns that I would speak of. But to a scientist, it is, like, just straightforward. But someone like me could easily get sucked in and say, Hey, actually, you we're really good there.
4: Mm, you know?
1: mm, mm. So I understand where egg's coming from, but I would also understand where someone who believes in this stuff would sit there and go, well, it's true, mm. you know.
2: Personally, I just think it's a load of bullshit
1: thank you well yeah I'm with you I'm with it's all on that you know I, I don't yeah, I mean, believe it I believe it was constructed in a way where like Egg says you could read anyone from anything basically but you know I think the way to put across and don't get us wrong I'm I'm a one who believes in paranormal I think the same about spiritualists Spirit, mm. spiritualists do a lot I mean. of the same thing yeah well spiritualist mediums do the same thing um you know, they'll tell you someone's come to you, but they'll never be direct with a name or anything mm. like that. Mm. They'll just turn around and say, Oh, I've got your granddad here. And how many people's lost their granddad over that lifetime? You know, yeah. um, but you know, this type of stuff. This was me going in specifically in. on one person and like.
0: Another thing is that mm-hmm. if I'm saying good things, I didn't even necessarily say good things about people, we want to believe that or we specifically then shine a light on why it is we think that way and like in what way that these good things can fit us, not even necessarily if they do. The main, uh, another big joy I get from astrology is that you're able to, if your reading is like completely wrong, it's like you're holding up a mirror to your inner self and you're asking, does this apply to me? if not why not and if it does is that something i'm happy with is that something i'm willing to change it's a lovely bit of like introspection you can have on yourself and you look at you look at things that you don't think about all the time as well maybe like your relationships your your um your thoughts and feelings towards your family towards yourself even it Mm -hmm. it's it's a nice little flashlight into dark areas that we might not think about all the time
1: But let's face it, the way way astrology really works is the year you were born, the time you were born, um, and that's it. So anyone who was born that year and time will get the same reading as what I've got. So it's not personal. Well, the idea is that when you were born, everything was kind of
0: like tugging you in such a way. If you were born in a different part of the world at the same time, you'll get a completely different reading. Um, if you if we were to go down and specifically look at the houses which is um, where you have those roman numerals mm-hmm. um i believe in the pla- yeah the Plastus orb that changes from minute to minute basically uh yeah. because it, it basically traces w- like literally where everything is in the sky when you were born so no. even twins in that instance even though their tropical zodiac would be uh, basically exactly the same. Their Placidus would be different because of a few minutes. Mm-hmm.
3: Makes sense.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, it it is personal in that instance, absolutely. Uh, so, shall I delve into mine? Give myself a reading.
1: <laughs> yeah, give yourself a quick reading then.
0: All right. Sun and Cancer. So, sad boy, feel emotions. Moon and Gemini... Uh emotions are for lame people lame stupid people who are crybabies but i myself am the crybaby (laughs) Uh, mercury in leo i kind of enjoy being the center of attention but just don't tell me about it because i've noticed i've noticed we know we definitely don't bring attention to it because i'll cry don't don't cry yeah Uh, because my venus is also in cancer so i cry i don't i don't think that applies Quite I, I have three cancers in my tropical zodiac, which means I'm oh, a big God. crybaby. <laughs> I'm a big old crybaby. My Mars is also in cancer, which means I'm a crybaby who lacks drive until oh. it gets to like me being kind of emotional with other people. And I like making people feel better. And I approach this. Um, that from... part
3: is accurate.
0: I definitely much approach this from a a logical aspect wherever I can Uh, with my moon being in Gemini I want to feel like at my core I can be logical and that I take things kind of at face value and I'm extremely rational but in doing so I can let go of my emotional side Hmm. my Jupiter being Pisces tells me just embrace that become wise and wizened and kind become of become the cry baby <laughs> become crybaby and <laughs> make it your strength my saturn and taurus tells me that i shouldn't be stubborn that i shouldn't be trying to just be completely stuck in my ways and maybe give in to that gemini aspect but that gemini the way it's posed at the moment is rigid it's scientific it's analytic it wants to be it wants to be pinned to something, but my Saturn tells me don't be pinned down. My Lilith in Libra tells me that I I keep a lot of secrets, <laughs> mm. not necessarily telling me that I shouldn't be. Oh. But maybe my Saturn in Taurus is telling me that I. Every time I look at it as well, you can look at a at a zodiac and have a slightly different um a reading for it every single time, because you you'll. You'll consider the multitude of possibilities of how these different sides and how these different planets interact.
1: Well, before we go, I'm just going to say one thing. Mm. Maybe it was aliens. When the maid were going to come oh, down I'm and sure. talk about well, how planets, planets pull on with systems.
2: Mm. <laughs> Mark, what are you <laughs> going to say? I was just about to say, I think I figured out Egg's big dark secret. What? Mm-hmm. The fact that he didn't actually really go to university he just actually a robot. No, we know
4: this already, though that he's a robot. Wait, you didn't know? Yeah, no? yeah no, yes, we did. But... So we've always known. <laughs> we
0: we but always didn't. He didn't, you kind of he didn't go to university. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I just downloaded do. He, just got, a ta- uh, he just got a college degree. <laughs> I downloaded the all of the. Uh, my college degree. My college degrees. Um, my I did. I did kind of badly in sixth form. Honestly, I got like a B, a C, yeah, what the hell, sixth form,
1: and a D. It's uh, it's between it's university.
0: It's between university and um, and secondary school.
1: In other words, college.
0: It's where you get your A
2: levels no, I thought no, I thought uh, sixth form was say year eleven and sorry year twelve in uh, high
4: school. No, it's twelve mm. and thirteen usually. Yeah, so mm.
2: you get to stay on school for an extra like two years, then you go to college. Yeah, that's sixth
1: form. Well, it depends because some sometimes people just class it as college like they've mm-hmm. left school have gone into sixth form rather than a college directly mm-hmm. and some people class it as college some people just say well no it's a bit of further education where you can do A levels and stuff like that and then go to university either way it, it serves the same purpose
0: mm-hmm. alright then. Mm-hmm. does that round it does anybody want to say anything um, further oob on me before we run. Oh, no don't
3: did you just call him? Did you just call him a cunt there? That's what yeah. I no, I, said. I called him a pig dog, a hunt. It sounds nice. like you said. Yeah, Seven he's hours. calling him a swine cunt. <laughs> Is that what you're into? So, no.
1: unless Rio wants the last word, yeah, because uh, he's a guest. he hasn't gotten to say much. He's picked the wrong episode to comment to speak. <laughs> oh, but,
3: no, I I don't mind. Um, I guess the only things I could say would be thanks for having me. And. You're I hope you enjoyed me jumping in. Yeah, it was alright. Nah, no, no. we disliked it. No, oh, that, it was, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> you're more than welcome any time. And when we do a space episode, I'm sure I will be more than happy to give you a shout and get your comeback on. Huh? Maybe. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> as long as that recording was working the entire time, otherwise we're going to have to just snip you out. <laughs> no, uh,
3: my my recording has been working the entire
0: time. I think <laughs> a, you
3: might hear my uh, my chair, not uh, mine. Yes,
1: yeah, Sam. Uh uh-huh. oh, I'm sick of your oh, damn oh, I, chair.
4: Why? You willing to buy a new one?
1: <laughs> I might.
0: Oh, so shall oh, oh, we'll we wrap this up then?
4: Yes, let's do it.
0: Ah, oh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to 4G Shaw on this extra special episode Ooh, of me finally being illogical, but then approaching talking about everyone's personalities very logically. Yeah. Uh but thank you so much also to Ryu for being our. Uh, special guest host you'll be invited back at some point especially doing a space uh, space episode i believe in the future but with that i wish everyone a very wonderful week until we meet again au revoir it serves up everyone oh Auf Wiedersehen, huh? bye. bye felicia bye, bye. bye. bye.